0: Good morning, happy Sabbath. You're tuned to Eyes on Prophecy here on the WSLM Radio Ministry Podcast. I am your host and teacher, Pastor Vince, and we're back once again on Sabbath morning, May 27th, 2023. Eyes on Prophecy is when we come together every Sabbath morning, every Saturday morning at 6 o'clock a.m., Eastern Standard Time, as we go through Bible prophecy. We've been covering a lot over the past several weeks, haven't we? We're still laying the foundation for who is the Antichrist. That is the lesson that we're studying right now. And um, I hope you've been reading through the book of Daniel in your Bible. I've been saying all along that we should study the books of Daniel and Revelation together as they both are important in understanding what the Bible says about Bible prophecy. The symbolism and things of that nature that we will cover throughout Eyes on Prophecy, uh, throughout the lessons that we're going to be studying, um, you know, will go right along with what the Bible says. So in other words, if you know your Bible, if you know what the Bible says already, then when we go through these lessons, it'll just, you know, it'll be more clear for you. So, in other words, if I mention a particular symbol or if we go over a particular topic in our lesson, you will have already seen it in your Bible and it'll make more sense to you. Now, as we go through the lessons, we're going to make references to the Bible, but again, you've already read it in your Bible yourself and again, these lessons will make more sense. So, we're going to continue on through our lesson entitled "Who Is the Antichrist," and let me just give us a quick overview or a quick review of what we covered last time. We covered the uh, the clear points of identification. We looked at nine points to identify, or that identify, who the Antichrist is, and out of those nine points. We determined from the Bible that uh, the papacy is the Antichrist. A lot of people who study prophecy who, or who, who believe they know Bible prophecy have different things to say about who the Antichrist is. But uh, clearly we have seen from God's word from last week's study that the papacy is identified as the Antichrist. So again, we looked at nine uh, clear points to identify that the papacy is the Antichrist. And then we uh, dug a little deeper and we started looking at some points which um, which clarify even more for us that the papacy is the Antichrist. Uh, we said that um, it came up among the Ten Kingdoms of Western Europe. We said it would have a man at its head who speaks for it. We said that three kingdoms were plucked up to make way for the rise of the papacy. And we also said it would be uh, diverse or different from the other kingdoms. Uh, This week, in today's episode, which is part four of our study on who is the Antichrist, we're going to continue Uh, clarifying the nine points that we covered earlier. But before we go any further, let us pray. Loving Father, thank you so much for another uh, beautiful Sabbath day. Uh, Thank you for this study on who is the Antichrist. Help us to understand even more as we go through this lesson. It's our prayer in Jesus' name, amen. So friends, like I said, we already started uh, digging a little deeper as to um, the fact that uh, the papacy is the Antichrist. We're digging a little deeper from those nine points that we covered earlier. And I just went over four of these points, which clarify even more for us that the papacy is the Antichrist. In other words uh does the papacy fit these points that we're going over right now? I just gave you four of them and let's con- uh let's continue on with these points uh it would make war with and persecute the saints. so the fact that the church did persecute is a well known is a well known fact uh the papacy clearly admits doing so much supportive evidence exists. Even conservative historians claim the church uh, probably destroyed at least 50 million people over matters of religious conviction. So now we're going to quote two sources. Uh, Here's the first quote. Quote, that the Church of Rome has shed more innocent blood than any other institution that has ever existed among mankind will be questioned by no uh, Protestant who has a competent knowledge of history, end quote. That comes from W.E.H. Leckie uh, from a book entitled History of the Rise and Influence of the Spirit of Rationalism in Europe, and that's Volume 2, page 40. The second quote comes from the History of the Inquisition of Spain, by D. Ivan Antonio Lorente, And uh, it provides these figures from the Spanish in- in- Inquisition alone. 31,912 persons were condemned and perished in the flames. 241,450 persons were condemned to severe penalties. So again, uh, the point is, it would make war with and persecute the saints. The next point, it would emerge from the fourth kingdom of iron, the pagan Roman Empire. So now we're going to quote two other sources concerning this point. The first quote, the mighty Catholic Church has little more than the Roman Empire uh, baptized. Again, the mighty Catholic Church was little more then the Roman Empire baptized. The very capital of the old Roman Empire became the capital of the Christian Empire. The office of Pontifex Maximus was continued in that of the Pope. quote. That comes from Alexander Clarence Flick from something entitled The Rise of the Medieval Church. Pages one forty eight, one forty nine. The next quote: Whatever Roman elements the barbarians and Aryans left came under the protection of the Bishop of Rome, who was the chief person thereafter. The emperor's uh, disappearance, the Roman Catholic or, or the Roman Church, in this way, a uh, uh, pushed itself into the place of the Roman world slash empire, of which it is the actual continuation. End quote. That's from Adolf Harnack from What is Christianity? New York, Putnam, 2nd edition, revised 1901, pages 269-270. So once again, the point fits the papacy. The next point. God's people, also known as the saints, would be given into his hand for a time and times and half a time from Daniel 7 to 25. So I've been saying all along, over and over and over again, like a broken record, that it's important for us to read the Bible itself, to read Daniel itself. So when we bring these points out in the lesson it'll make more sense. I understand that many people have a hard time reading Daniel and Revelation, again, because of the symbolism and things of that nature, but the Bible mentions these things, such as uh, time and times and half a time. We're going to break down what that means by a time, times, half a time. So, Again, God's people, also known as the saints, would be given into his hand for a time and times and half a time. And that's mentioned in Daniel 7 and 25. So now several things need clarification in connection with this point. All right, here's where you got to have or here's where you should have your pencil, pen, paper, whatever to jot this down. We're going to do a little math here. A time is a year. So, a time is equal to one year. You want to write that down. A t- time or a time equals a year. Times is two years. And a dividing of time is a half year. Again, I'll, I'll say it again. A time is a year. Times is, times, plural, is two years. And the dividing of time is a half year. Now if you if you've been following us all along if you if you remember way back when we started with our study on prophecy remember we defined a lot of terms over so many weeks I give you a term and I told you what that term meant so if you've been following ever since you remember we learned the word time and times so time singular Times plural, remember those so now here they are coming in this in these lessons. I told you way back that we wanted to lay the foundation and go through the terms, so when we started going through the lessons, it'll make sense. So a time is a year, times is two years, and a dividing of time is a half year. The Amplified Bible translates uh, translates it this way. It, it, uh, the, the Amplified Bible says three and one half years. So, a time, times, and the dividing of time, or the as the Bible says, a time and times and half a time, basically is three and a, three and one half years. I hope that made sense. This same time period is mentioned seven times, according to Daniel 7 and 25, Daniel 12 and 7, as well as Revelation 11, verses 2 and 3, Revelation 12 and 6, Revelation 14, and Revelation 13, verse 5, in the books of Daniel and Revelation. So there it is again. Remember, I was saying it's important to study Daniel and Revelation together. Uh, Daniel points to Revelation and Revelation back to Daniel. So this same period is mentioned seven times in the books of Daniel and Revelation. Three times as a time, times and half a time. Twice as 42 months and twice as 1260 days. So based on the 30 year calendar used by the Jews, these time periods are all the same amount of time. Three and a half years equals 42 months, which equals 1260 days. Got it? (laughs) One prophetic day equals one literal year. That's the next point. You can look at Ezekiel four and six numbers 14 and 34 the next point thus the little horn remember we spoke about the little horn last time last week i believe thus the little horn which is the antichrist which which uh which points to, points to the antichrist was to have power over the saints for 1260 prophetic days or 1260 Literal years. The next point: the rule of the papacy began in A.D. five thirty-eight, when the last of the three opposing Aryan kingdoms was uprooted. Remember, a couple of weeks ago we uh, we talked about the three kingdoms that were uprooted. We said that they were that there were um, originally ten; three were uprooted. Remember, so. The rule of the papacy began in AD 538 when the last of the three opposing Aryan kingdoms was uprooted. Its rule continued until 1798 when Napoleon's general Berthier took the Pope captive and hope, uh, with hopes of destroying both Pope Pius VI and the political, circular, secular power of the papacy. This period of time, is an exact fulfillment of the 1260-year prophecy. The blow was a deadly wound for the papacy, but the wound began to heal and continues healing today. So if you're up on um, uh, current events as it pertains to Bible prophecy, you'll understand that statement about the wound um, beginning to heal even today. This same period of persecution is mentioned in Matthew 24 and 21 as the worst period of persecution God's people will ever experience. Verse 22 tells us it was so devastating that not one soul would have survived if God had not shortened it. But God did shorten it. The persecution ended long before the Pope was taken captive in 1798. It is plain to see that this point, likewise, fits the papacy. Again, we're going through more points to clarify that the papacy is the antichrist spoken of in the Bible, not spoken of from me, spoken of in the Bible, and we're giving you all the historical points, all the Bible verses to prove it. The next point, it would speak pompous or great words of blasphemy against the Most High God. Now, blasphemy has two definitions according to Scripture. The first definition is uh, claiming to forgive sins, and that's found in Luke 5 and 21, and claiming to be God, as found in John 10 and 33. So uh, that wraps up our points um, to prove that the nine points we spoke about earlier, uh, these points fit those nine points. What we've just gone over this morning and what we started to go over last week fit the nine points that we went over a couple weeks ago that helped us determine that the papacy is the Antichrist. So I want to go over something one more time before we wrap up this week. Remember that time, and, and we're just reviewing some terms that we went over a long time ago and terms that came back to us today in this lesson. Time, singular, time equals one year. Times, plural, equals two years. Half a time equals one half year. Because remember, in Bible prophecy, a time is equal to one year. I hope that makes sense. We're not going to continue anymore this week. We're going to wrap it up. And uh, we'll continue through our study of Who is the Antichrist? By God's grace, next Sabbath morning. At the same time, let us close with a word of prayer. Loving Father, thank you so much for what you've shown us today in your word about who the Antichrist is in Bible prophecy. Help us continue digging deeper into this study. It is important for us to understand what you want us to know about Bible prophecy. Help us to understand accurately from your word who the Antichrist is and how the Antichrist will continue to play out in these last days as we prepare for your second coming. Thank you so much. In Jesus name. Amen. Friend, thank you so much for joining me once again here on Eyes on Prophecy. I am your host and teacher, Pastor Vince. And by God's grace, next time we'll come together for another edition of Eyes on Prophecy right here On the WSLM Radio Ministry Podcast, where we stand for God's truth, not man's traditions, and we bring you straight Bible truth for these last days. The WSLM Radio Ministry Podcast is a virtual outreach ministry of sacrificial lamb ministries. We are are outreach driven. Have a blessed rest of your weekend. Have a blessed rest of your Sabbath. Have a blessed rest of your weekend, and it's Memorial Day weekend, and I know we're looking forward to uh, having Monday off. Many of us will be off on Monday, but in the meantime, uh, be blessed. May the Lord be with you until we meet again. Take care.